The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You're listening to the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And today's episode is a mashup of three reviews. Yeah? You said two for the price of one last time. This now is three for the price of one. Wow. I guess. We keep this up, and people are going to just be buying us out of everything. It's too many reviews lately. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, we have, uh, is the Order a Rabbit? Question mark, Which is a show that's coming up next season, so Andrew had to get caught up on it. So he's reviewing it now. Chris has already reviewed it once. Yep. But nobody cares about that. We cover what Andrew thinks. Uh, we have the long-awaited Cat Planet Cuties review. One of the most requested reviews early on in the Taku Spirit days. I mean, we had a a, a nice little uh, humble group of people that were with us, and they wanted Cat Planet Cuties. Yep. So, here it is. Finally, after a year and a half, you get your review. Uh, we also, at the very end, we have the Testament of Sister New Devil. Which is, also coming time. Up, which is also coming up next season. So Andrew had to watch it. Chris has reviewed it before. Nobody yep. cares, though. Nobody cares about me. Um, so yeah, we have we have lots in here. Again, we're from otakuspirit.com. You can go there for our news, reviews, and coverage of new and old anime, as well as our community on the forums. I guess Atop. I should probably close down my Utoraramono. No, games. yeah, we're, we're done with Utoraramono. <laughs> it's going to be really weird if we haven't heard that one yet. If they already heard it before. Who knows? Time leaps. But yeah, we're going to start off with Is the Order a Rabbit? Or, Gochumon wa Usagi desu ka? Desu ka? Yeah. That's our, uh, that's the Japanese for it. Uh, and this one follows Coco. As Coco arrives at a new... Cocoa. Okay, Cocoa. Coco. 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 Rainy, rainy Coco. Cocoa. But with, with, with more talking than the original Rainy Coco. <laughs> Cocoa goes to a new town. It looks like France. Some kind of old France. Is it, is it France? I, 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 I don't remember. I'm ever saying that. Feel. that feel I don't remember. I'm saying that. 
It had a feel of that. I don't, that did I don't, not look like Japan. No, no. I don't remember him saying where anything that, happened to do with France. Where in Japan looks like that? I don't know. But it didn't say anything about France. She went somewhere that looks like France. Did not look like France. So if you're looking for a show that has a different setting, it's kind of a different setting. Uh, but she arrives here. Uh, she looks like she's in a, an exchange thing going on. Uh, she's going to a new school at this location, and she's going to be living she at the... She went to Cafe Town. There you go. That's the, that's, that's the country. It's Cafe Town. Uh, they're currently at war with uh, Germany. They didn't say nothing about no no war. Okay. I thought that they were getting rations and, and cuff, coffee no, was no. it was energizing the, the military. <laughs> and and the best girl in the show, Ruse, was her father was part of the military. So there you go. There was a war going on, obviously. I don't know what you're Andrew talking Wright. about. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways. I don't remember any wars. She transfers this location, and she decide, and she starts living at uh, the cafe house called Rabbit House. Yes, they called it Rabbit that. Horse at some point. And that was kind of funny. She misspelt it. Uh, she lives at this cafe uh, while she goes to school, and of course, she ends up working at this cafe with uh, with uh, what was her name, Chino. Right. Yes, I Chino. My, I don't have my names up right now for some reason. For cappuccino. Ah, uh, I get it. And she's working with Chino, and uh, also Rize, who is was already working there before she got there. And cute Moe ensues. You it's later on, effectively, yeah. You later on meet uh, other characters. Uh, one being Shero, who uh, Shero has a thing for Rize because she saves her from bunnies all the time, and she works at another place that is always mistook for being some kind of risque bunny cafe thing um you also meet uh chia who she runs her own cafe which does things a little differently she does more sweets and teas and herbal teas yeah she's more no. of a tea Cheryl has the herbal teas chia was more of the sweets so they all have there's three total cafes and they kind of work between them every now and then they'll go to work from the other ones or they'll work at uh the the rabbit house uh, you also meet Tippy, uh, Tippy, who is the small, supposed to be a rabbit, <laughs> a really weird-looking rabbit uh, that is always sitting on top of Chino's head that often talks and terrifies people thinking that she's doing some kind of ventriloquism. Um, and you also meet Midori, who is a novelist, and I think that's pretty much all the main characters in the show. See, now you're messing me up. You're obsessed with the the, terp, the tea thing, right? I remember a tea shop. I do not remember a sweet shop. Chia did sweets. She has see, really see, elaborate names. See, the for thing them. is, the thing is, is you, you're, you're more recent more watching recent, it. Yes. So, I mean, I may be way off. Um, but yeah, like I said, it, it that's pretty much the story. It, it really just a here's cute characters. They're in cafes. They do and moe ensues basically. Um, there really is no huge plot points in it. Chris was very careful of spoilers, which I end up running into and going, that really is nothing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's, well, I said that too. I said, it's not really much like you're going to ruin the entire thing. Well, the, the, like- the point was, are we going to do a recap episode of it? And it's like, no, there really is like one sentence and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hoping there would be something to kind of book in the end of it that would be crazy, some crazy event, but nothing really huge happened. It was just really, here's these cute characters. And it does that well. This this show is really just a big dose of sugar. Uh, if you want to put in that with your, your coffee to kind of fit with the, the concept here, 
Um, I liked a lot of the characters. I loved Rizze. I think she's just absolutely adorable. I haven't quite figured out how she gets such a huge body of hair whenever she wears her head hair down, but that's one of those mysteries that comes with Rizze. <laughs> Every now and then she would wear her head down and look beautiful, but at the same time I'm going, where did all that hair come from? <laughs> she's got these little itty-bitty pigtails all the time. Uh, and, of course, Shara was, was adorable as well. I liked her little... She's she's at the, the rich school, but she doesn't want to reveal the fact that she's in this little shed <laughs> next to uh, uh, Chia's place. That was that was really cute. Um, but that's really all that's really encompassed in here. So I guess that's pretty much Chris's review was probably the same thing. It was just, this is cute stuff, cute characters. Don't expect some grando story. It's just, yeah. we're doing an event at our cafe. Well, let's go hand out flyers. Oh, we misspelled Rabbit House. Giggle, giggle kind of thing. And I'm downplaying, but at the same time, that's just really a lot of cute stuff. It, The only problem I found with this show is it's very difficult to watch in a binge run like I did because I wanted to catch up to prepare for this podcast and the next season. It is a hard show for me to watch from beginning to end in one sitting. I ended up falling asleep the first time I tried to run through a lot of episodes. And that's mainly because... Chris put it perfectly. It's a non-ambiori. It is a relax. It's it's slow. It just it you you're sitting down in the cafe. You're relaxing. You're sipping the the coffee and you're watching cute girls. They come up and say "irashimashan" or something like that. You know, just they're they're cute. They're doing cute things, and then you leave. And I think that's how it's best to be consumed. Is just watch an episode per day, relax. And enjoy what you're watching, kind of thing. It's not a, it's not a, it's not constantly right. entertaining. Eyes. It's not constantly, yeah. It's a very beautiful show. Uh, even the animation, the character designs are just very cute and very colorful, popping colors. Um, but it is is a show that you kind of just you 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 consume it and then you kind of relax and then you move on. It is not a show that lends itself to being consumed in the long run for me personally. Um, but yeah. It, Chris had perfect point there it is a very beautiful show. I like the character designs. They're very cute. And the colors are just very vibrant colors. It's a very beautiful looking show. Yeah. Um, the, the, so that the, has it going for it. When I was watching it, I remember the eyes were just absolutely uh, like little gems in their faces. <laughs> they just so blended out very well. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, the same studio that's going to do the second season, so I'm, I'm sure that the second season is going to be just as beautiful. Um, was it uh, White Fox, I think? Probably. Yeah, White Fox. So White Fox will be doing the second season as well. So that, And they're going to do it with uh, Kinema Citrus. It's going to be joining them. I hope that they're, that's not a bad thing. So <laughs> I guess we'll see. Um, but it's a good show. I, I definitely recommend it for anybody that likes... If you want a dose of sugar, um, just... Don't expect like a constant energetic action. Don't expect laugh out loud comedy on a constant basis. It's it's not a show that lends itself to that. It's a show that just it's very soothing and relaxing. Every now and then they'll do something that just makes you chuckle. It's not a bonkers crazy comedy thing. So don't expect that going into it. And I think you'll enjoy it. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all I wanted to hit on it. How dare they do that to my my Chino? Oh my gosh. You're not running into Dakimakuras, are you? I found a Dakimakuras. There's Dakimakuras. You know there's going to be Dakimakuras. Why oh. are you even looking in the image area? <laughs> uh, don't ever search for anime characters. You're going to run into Dakimakuras. Or Prager pictures. That's it. That's that it. would be even scarier. 
<laughs> no, I was. Don't, I was, don't. You're gonna I, find I wanted it. To, I wanted to see their eyes because their eyes. Oh my gosh, their eyes. Okay, well, you do that. I'm gonna go on to Cat Planet Cuties or Asobi ni Ikkyo or Let's Go Play. I think the Japanese title was Asobi Nikio. Uh, Asobi ni Ikkyo. Bombshells from the Sky was the subtitle, which is, quite, <laughs> I guess, quite fitting. <laughs> oh, where to start? It with doesn't that even one. seem right as a as a. I wonder what. What doesn't uh, seem right? So. I saw Nikio is is let's go play. Let's go play sounds right. <laughs> Bombshells from the sky was a subtitle they gave it when they make it made it into an anime. The original that seems was stupid. As, it, the original manga was Asobi Nikio. When they made it an anime, they subtitled it Bombshells from the sky. Yeah, and Asobi Nikio. Yeah, let's go let's play, play is what it what the Wikipedia and we know that that's absolute authority. Law. That of is law. law. That is law. Yeah. Uh this show one of our most requested shows, and I don't know why. <laughs> I can understand why, but just I, a lot of hype going into this one, and it, I, a lot of it was not didn't seem very warranted, but that's okay. Uh, we watched this part of the watch party that we had on AtakuSpirit.com in the forums, um, so really enjoyed at least talking to other people about it, help it through the process a little better, is kind of comically looking at this with everybody else, and uh, getting a lot of my feelings uh, echoed a little bit. It's a... It's a show that's kind of a harem. It's a show that's kind of a harem that doesn't shy away from fan service whatsoever. Uh, it's not shy about what it is. It's a it's a show that just fits the the the. Here's Neko uh, Cat Girls. Here is here's fan service left and right. Here is a a dither that is involved with everything and. Here's some action to throw in with it, which, by the way, I think the action was was pretty well done, but we'll get into that eventually. Uh, the story revolves around uh, Keo, and he is just a ordinary high school freshman, and at some point he comes to a uh, a memorial service that is for one of his, uh, I think his grandpa or something like that, and in the middle of this party there is a, a, a cat girl, and she's wearing this very uh, tight, weird-looking outfit, and she's been given alcohol to drink and not quite sure why she's drinking it because she looks like she's underage. Um, but come to find out, this cat girl is, or this girl that he this thinks has cat ears on, is actually a cat girl. And she's from Katia, which is a, 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 it's another species of people that are cat girls, basically. And they're from another planet and they've come to, and she's come here alone to kind of check out what or what's, what's going on on Earth. Because essentially... Uh, I guess the Katia are have gotten to the point where they're just kind of bored with their own devices, and they're now looking in other cultures, and that's why she's here. She's investigating Earth, um, and come to find out, there's also the dog people who are already there, and they're a little upset that the cat people are coming in on on Earth. And over time, more of the Katia people show up, and then you start getting into. Uh, involving all these other Katya girls and politics surrounding the idea of them living at his home. Uh, you also have, you're joined with his childhood friend who ends up being uh, somebody that wants to be work, working with the CIS or uh, was it CIS? CIA. CIA. And then you have this other girl who is another friend of, of Keo and she turns out to be some kind of crazy assassin with a super mecha or a super suit. And 
harem comedy ensues, I guess is pretty much the rest of the story. Uh, but yeah, it's, I found it a little bit refreshing that it kind of, I enjoyed how they incorporated each of the harem. I mean, usually most harems, it's just, oh, this, for some reason, this stutterer is cool and I want to be with him kind of thing. Whereas this one kind of involving the CIA and this assassination group and the Katya characters lend itself to being in that household together. They made a, they made a plausible reason for them to all be in this one building, which ends up being like the, the, how do you call those? Uh, embassy. Embassy for the Katya. So that's, that's, they're able to stay in one location. Um, and that worked out. That was fine. Uh, the comedy was very hit miss. I, I, a lot of the comedy is kind of, yay, cool. That happened. But the, I guess the the downside to most of the show was really Minami, which was a childhood friend. I think she ruined the show for me, honestly. And, I, and it sucks because she is the quote-unquote tsundere. And she was a tsundere that I did not like. And that was mainly because every, it seemed like, and I'm probably exaggerating, it felt like almost every single, at least every single issue they run into, almost every single episode there was always this conversation about Aoi. Minami would go to Aoi and say, you have to you have to confess to Kyo. You have to do it. You're going to lose to this this cat girl who who meets all geeks' fetishes. And she would, no, I don't want to do it. And then t- here comes again. Minami comes up to Aoi and says, you have to confess to him. You're going to miss out on him. He's going to fall in love with this cat girl. And then again, and again, it just kept dragging this conversation up over and over again. I got sick of hearing it. The This is probably one of the few harem shows where it just focused too much on this love triangle between these two girls. I've never seen a show with a love triangle that had this much, I'm going to help you get the boy uh friendship crap played over and over again to the point where it's just a dead horse and that's what ruined most of the show for me agree disagree uh, counterpoints mildly agree with you um i think my main frustration with the show because i i honestly like it to a point um i i think that all of the characters were decently well developed um and I think that the relationships were viable. I think that the harem excuse was a little bit flimsy. I think that was really where I had my main problem with it. I mean, I agree with you that giving them the embassy kind of gave them an excuse to have the harem there. But a harem, this harem didn't have a driving focus. It, it was like, okay, we have a bunch of girls. Let's put them all in one room. No real driving force outside of they're supposed to be a uh, developing a relationship with the humans, which the only human that they were doing any relationship building with was Keo. So they had like <laughs> one or two times where they actually went out and said, "Okay, now Eris wants to explore the human culture." I mean, and then they had the OVA where they were exploring uh, how humans play games and stuff and that was pretty much it there was no really exploring yeah. and that's what i thought most of it would be would be here's a character from the outside let's show them how this works kind of thing yeah. but i didn't really do that too often it was and really mostly 
here the the dog people are attacking again or yeah. here's the we we want the perfect let's go shoot uh, at alien at each, yeah, introduction let's, let's shoot at each other with the exploding or the best episode ever shot <laughs> that last scene was the most adorable thing and solidifies my belief that subs are better than dubs um but but you know i get flamed for that and and and, and, and please don't misunderstand me I, my my frustrations with the 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 this this show really comes into the fact that there was no no driving force behind it and 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 harems don't really need much driving force if you give them something to do you'll have more well, substance yeah, you can there. you can then, you can replace it with entertainment yeah comedy right but it just wasn't there yeah it just wasn't there i mean tossing them making them go to a, a a ship and attack the ship that just so happened to i yeah the main cat girl was kidnapped by a group of cat worshipers and therefore everybody had to go and attack the ship which was being ran by the dogs okay um anyway <laughs> no the ship wasn't run by the dogs the dogs were there they came there to get it yeah <laughs> Anyway, the, my main thing is I I love this show because it it had a it had good characters. It had I I I actually kind of liked the childhood friend. I do agree with my brother. The I like the, Futaba uh, Futaba and Futaba and was Futaba cute. was absolutely my my in my opinion best girl. I I I absolutely adored her, but I liked the childhood friend because of her. Her frustration with one thinking that she had already missed her chance, and and she she projected that onto Futaba, which I thought was an interesting aspect to her. First time, huh? For me, it was the first time I heard that was interesting, but not several times later. <laughs> and, 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 and I and I can't blame you for that because I, I can see where it, it, that that repetitive because it was almost episode per episode. It, she was projecting that over and over and over again on Futapa. And I mean, I I did like the 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 space episode where they she projected it one too many times and Futapa turns around and says just shut up. You're you this is something you want to do and then she slapped her and she slapped her back. I was like, "Yes!" I I loved that scene for so many reasons. And then finally the the final thing about how everything worked out. I thought it was an excellent scene because that was truly delving into these characters. So I know that the 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 writer did actually think when he was writing these characters. Like I said, the frustration was really their direction. There wasn't a lot of direction as far as where they were going. They they were just stagnant characters in a box, and there was nothing driving them. Yeah. I, it, I guess it's the frustrating thing is when a show like this, when you don't have a a main plot, you have to replace it with entertainment, comedy, or action. And the co- action was really good. I, I I appreciate a lot of the action that was in it. Uh, Young Fat was like best assist droid ever because he was just so epic. Um, I like I kind of like the assist droids. I thought they were pretty cool. I I was surprised by a lot of the more serious points, like the. Uh, when they actually got into the ancestry of the cystroids, I thought that was actually like a, a very interesting way of going about the uh, the android thing, like how how androids are created and, and where you go from there. I thought that was actually a pretty clever writing in the midst of a harem, which was kind of surprising. 
Um, but the entertainment value was really just in fan service, which good, good fan service. Um, a lot of nudity. So if you're if you're if you don't want to watch nudity, there's plenty of it in here. So you might want to avoid it. But the comedy was where it kind of just fell short. There was only, there were very few points in which I really laughed at the show. Um, so all I was really left with was characters. And the characters is where I wanted more of. Eris was cute. Didn't have much going there. Uh, Kyo was a ditherer. Didn't have much going for him. Aoi was cute. I liked her her story. I think she was an adorable character. Minami I liked at first, but then, like we said before, it got that repetitive uh, thing that she was doing. Uh, I really like the the other Katya characters and their political uh, ep- the few political episodes they do uh, were funny. I'd, going into a the the the, the diet with with <laughs> school Mizuki's on because they felt that that was a way to the best impress the best first impression was just hilarious, but. Very, very few points in which I found the show really, really uh, entertaining. Most, For the most part, it was just really good fan service, a laugh here and there kind of thing. But not a terrible show, just not something that was knocking out of the park. It's just a it's a decent show is, is really where I kind of leave it at. Uh, not bad, not great at the same time. That's, that's, that was my final point, so I didn't really want to drag it out too much. No, I, I, I think that that's pretty much... A good solid. I mean, it, it is. I, I think that this show got really kind of lost in trying to toss in a lot of um, easy points for otaku's because I think that I've seen a lot of little aspects that, like, like well, cat girl, duh, um, little tidbits of here's this gun and blah blah blah, and it's like. No, it didn't focus on that, but it did. It did toss those in there a lot. I noticed that a, uh, quite a bit. You mean like figure takus, gun takus, and yeah. neku takus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I guess we can move forward unless you have any other points. Not really. All right. Uh, that's what we have is uh, Shinmai Mao no Testament or Testament of Sister New Devil. Again, Andrew has finally watched the show to prepare for the next season. Chris watched it a long time ago. Um, hopefully he'll be able to remember enough to be able to interject things here and there, but I guess it would just be most of my points anyways. Uh, this show follows Basara, and Basara is suddenly is introduced to two new sisters. His father comes out of nowhere and says, I got you new, you get, you have two new little sisters. And, uh, one is named Mio and one is named Maria. And apparently he had wed and here's his new sisters. Uh, when he gets home with these new sisters, his father goes on on some, camera thing he's a he's a freelance photographer he just disappears out of nowhere and he's left alone with uh, these two new sisters and they suddenly out of nowhere say hey basada get out of here kind of thing um we are actually devils uh, maria ends up being a succubus and mio ends up being the next demon lord candidate so to speak and they say that they brainwashed their father into believing that they are his new uh his new daughters and they just wanted to take over the uh, house for their own and he wasn't deemed fit to live in this house with two girls so he just just have him leave kind of thing and they kind of mentioned hey yeah there's this this world actually has demons in it and heroes and all this kind of stuff and he goes well you just said it yourself by the way i'm a hero um you get out kind of thing and he pulls out this huge sword and 
tells him to get out, and he kind of thinks about it for a bit, talks to his dad. His dad says, yeah, I knew it was them. They didn't brainwash me. Uh, turns out that Mio is... Uh, her father was killed, and so all these demon uh, demons want to basically find her and kill her because, you know, demon lineages and wanting their power whatnot... Um, and I felt that you could protect them, so you have to protect them. They're your, they're your sisters. They're not involved with this war going on in the demon world, so, and they're, they're casualties to it, so you need to protect them. So he ends up going out there and protecting her, and sort of harem ensues, but some pretty good story behind that it starts to build as you start to see the backstory behind Basara and his father and, and the, the hero clan that they came from. Um, you start getting into Mio and her... Uh, her parent, her the demon lord and the demons and why they want her power. Um, you get into Maria and the succubus pack that they that they kind of build and how that works, and that's where and it kind of starts really getting interesting after that point. And this is this is this is one of those things that like I was talking about with Cat Planet Picuities. This is the exact kind of the opposite of the 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 situation where you have you have decent characters, but your show your harem actually has a direction. Yeah. Would you agree with me? Yeah. I mean, yeah, there was there's the little um cop outs. Too much direction, but yeah. There 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 was little cop outs where they would use like the succubus pack to force a the etchy situations Lots, in each. No, I wouldn't call it etchy. That was like straight on hentai. I'm sorry. <laughs> but my my point being is that they actually had a direction. They were they were going somewhere. I would say that they had a a plot point, but I wouldn't say they're going in that direction. It was really just here is a plot point that causes uh, issues for them because they're really in one location and they're they're having something come at them on a regular basis, but they're not really developing into it too much. They had quite a bit towards the end, but it in the end it didn't really feel like they were much further than they were at the beginning. Is is my point, I guess. Um, but. That's the that's the fascinating thing about the show. When I first watched this show, I watched probably three episodes of it, maybe four, and I got I got to the point where I was just kind of like, eh, it's not really grabbing me too much, um, which was really a, a detriment because what I found is that beyond that point, they start getting into uh, the the succubus pact, which I thought was like the worst thing they could put in there. But when I when they started explaining it. Uh, Basara starts talking to this one uh, guy whose identity is to be announced. I'm not going to really reveal it here. Um, he kind of explains how this pact can actually enhance them in some way. And I kind of... It's... Yeah, it's a it's an excuse for the borderline hentai. Um, but at the same time, it's a fascinating aspect that I see that could actually build in the future. It's a... It's a it's an excuse for the fan service, but at the same time, it's an excuse to progress the characters, if that makes sense. Right. And I, I thought it was clever. I mean, it's, it's 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 pervy, yes, but it's clever at the same time. It's a pervy clever. It's a <laughs> it's a pever. I don't know what we call it. Um, and that's what kind of hooked me into kind of continue watching it to get caught up. It was is yeah, there's something here that can technically be useful. At the same time, I'm getting some some good etchy and some good uh, some good fan service. But the the sad part is I ended up watching most of this uncensored. And I think that was the only reason I was able to get through it because what happens is when I finally started going back to the censored stuff, it was like, 
Wow, the censored really ruins a lot of the more darker moments of the show. So maybe, was really, I should, maybe I should go back and watch it uncensored. <laughs> it, it's it was I was forced to go back to the censored stuff, and it sucked because there was it was at the point in which the things started getting really serious. There was there was lives at stake, and out of nowhere, uh, they're forced in this etchy moment. But it was for a reason, a very a very plausible reason, and then. They do the sticker thing. They don't do the light beams. They don't do the dark beams. They do the sticker things. Mm-hmm. And the sticker things, if you don't know what they are, they're, it's almost like somebody took a very cartoonish, goofy-looking picture, sticker, and stuck it on the screen. And you have this very serious moment, but this big old goofy, chibi-looking uh, Basada character is holding a sword, and he's waving it in front of the, uh, the, the etchy part. And it's like... You ruin the scene. I can't take this scene serious because there's a sticker in front of my face, and it's ruining the mood of the situation. And that, and that scares me for even getting caught up with the show because going into the second season, I know I'm going to be watching it as it airs, and I'm and going to be watching the censored version, and it's going to be worse. That's what I had seen a lot of is is the stupid stickers all over yeah. the screen. And I, and it, it's, it makes me want to just wait until the uncensored version comes out again because it's just like I don't want to. I don't know if I'll be able to enjoy this show as much as I did when I watched it through with the uncensored version. Not that I need to have uncensored boobies all over the screen because it gets very, 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 like I said, borderline hentai. It's just that when it gets serious, I don't want to have those stickers in my face is really the thing. I wouldn't mind it so much at the less, just the silly moments where often because Maria is a very pervy little lolly girl, which is epic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But just I'm I'm afraid of getting those serious moments again and having that that issue arise. I guess is the thing. But getting back to the show itself, I I I was very surprised by the show. I I enjoyed it a lot more than I originally wa- when I originally watched it. Um, being a little more accepting to the etchy aspects, I think helped. So I, out of curiosity, because this is this is this would be a really tough one for me. I in particular, and I don't know how it would be for you, but best girl. Maria, no, no, Yuki. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I, I would have a hard time with those two because Maria, I loved Maria, and uh, Yuki was absolutely. I, I fell in love with her very quickly. She, she's very awesome. It's a troubling thing. I, I, I want Yuki, and then the concubine is Maria. Just the, just yeah, yeah. I can, I, I can totally that. do that. <laughs> Zest was pretty good, pretty interesting too, but she was kind of a latecomer, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it had a pretty good, solid uh, focus going on with it. It had a good climax to it. It did a, a good job in chapter ending it. I felt satisfied with where they kind of concluded it. Um, makes me interested in what's going on forward, what they're going to go into the next season. Um, but it, it's really just a show that you go into knowing that it is going to be mostly fan service. This is a show that most of its humor and most of its uh, entertainment plays off of. Here's etchy moment. Here's this. Uh, it's really just that 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 uh, succubus spine is is whenever that kind of goes crazy, things get really etchy. Maria's trying to uh, quote unquote train them, and that usually involves her being a little pervy lolly, and chaos ensues. And then mixed in with that is this the struggle between Basara, the old the old clan, the demons that want to get Maria uh, Mio, 
and dealing with that whole entire situation. It's not a, it's a, it's an interesting world, not hugely deep, um, but it, it's enough to get to entertain me throughout the entire show, and I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, not gonna say go out there right now and watch it. It's just one of those things where, if you're looking for something etchy, something entertaining with a good amount of dosage of action, it's it's got a good solid plot there. I mean, a lot more than I thought that would be. You think that they'll 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 dig into the the um, the heroes next season more? I I, I do I do like the fact that I mean, they it, really opened up a door for Yuki going forward into the next season. Because they, I mean, affect... Well, yeah, because they, they, right now they have two doors in front of them. They have more demons, and then they have the Hero Clan. Right. And I think they, they pretty much established right now that they're not ready for more demons. <laughs> they, 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 they showed a bit of levels, and they're not quite there yet. True. So, I, I can definitely well, see them going I, What I was going to say is, they, with, and you may want to censor this, so... The and they still have, they have the 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 hero clan. Although they have a understanding, a mutual understanding at the moment, that is a very relevant problem that they're going to have to deal with very soon. I hope. I, I'm kind of thinking, yeah, hero clan, but I'm hoping more of the father. The father's epic. They they had one little tease at the very end of how epic he is, and I'm like. I want to see him in action because <laughs> that whole scene was like, uh, wait, wait, we're, this is the last episode. I want more of him. I want more of what the father's doing because, and I'm wondering if they'll go more into him, but because uh, he he definitely didn't get much presence in this season. Unless he comes back, I, I I don't see him. I mean, I guess since if if he's finished what he's done, he's doing right now, and he comes back. That would make sense, but I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, well, he, he was he like was doing he, something, but he took like a detour to basically. So yeah, it was. I want to know what he's going. What's going on with him? But that that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's I, I. I guess that's it. Um, hopefully, hopefully when it releases the next season, maybe they'll have a censored uncensored version. And you know, it's so, and it's Please so funny control. because I I don't know if I mentioned this before, but really the thing that's kind of sold me on this show is I found a random clip uh, a picture of one of the album arts and i was like when i heard that this show was coming i was like i am so in on this show and it was a picture of maria and basara in in just just standing together and i was like i have to see this show because the character artwork is just gorgeous and did that translate for you in the in the show? I mean, the character artwork I thought was really good. I love the character artwork in yeah, the show. They're, they're all right. Um, a few of them aren't really all that interesting. I mean, it was really probably Maria and Yuki. Um, I, I think what I struggled when I first watched the show the first time was like, okay, they just brainwashed some guy in order to get a house to live in, and they didn't know this guy covered in scratches might be a hero. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, there was a lot of things that was just going through my mind, and it was a lot of the, oh, I'm sitting on top of you, and I'm rubbing you like, um, I'm making love to you, and yet, I'm upset that you're, you're forward with me. It doesn't make any sense, kind of stuff. But it's just one of those shows we just don't don't take it too seriously. Um, go into expecting that it is a goofy, uh, harem slash actiony with some some serious tones to it with the whole demons, and you'll you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I, I guess I've said my piece. We'll look forward to next month when the 
second season comes out, and we'll see if they have an uncensored version. Otherwise, I don't know if I'll get through it. <laughs> um, but we hope you all enjoyed these reviews. Um, again, if you want to, you can check out Chris's review of Isora Rabbit and Testament New- Sister New Devil. If you go to the top of TakuSpear.com, hit Reviews. I have everything in the alphabetical order. Um, Testament Sister New Devil will be under T, and Isora Rabbit will be under I. Just click it and look for the banner and click on the podcast. Listen to it. Enjoy it. Uh, but we hope you all enjoyed this set of three reviews and look forward to our future reviews as we're going to be moving into Arya and the Scarlet Ammo. We're going to talk about uh, Fairy Tale Core 1. Um, what else do we have left? I think that's I think that's the last review is Arya. I haven't the slightest clue. <laughs> We'll check find. the calendar. I'll <laughs> oh, check the calendar. Nobody else knows that, though. Um, we hope you all enjoyed. We hope you all take care. And thank you for listening. Oh, so-